morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group at our toll-free number 800-951-0592. to the website at allamericangold.com. And I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, you know, March is over, but the madness continues. The NCAA Finals today. Uh, North Carolina and Kansas. You know what? I didn't watch any of it. I didn't. My team wasn't at Syracuse. Uh, we weren't so good this year. And then the game of the century, if you will, Duke in North Carolina on Saturday. I will say, outside of Georgetown, I probably hate Duke in North Carolina more than anything. I heard it was a great game. Uh, didn't watch any of it. Coach K's retiring. Good riddance. Uh, but that's my that's my sports recap, uh, Jason. I got to tell you right now, uh, interesting developments. We got gold up right now. Uh, crude oil's up. Shanghai has gone gone into total lockdown. Uh, I would imagine right now, if Shanghai wasn't in lockdown, we'd probably be seeing crude oil prices at least five or ten dollars a barrel higher. Uh, and again, remember. This is just a, a pause in the action when it comes to oil prices. Gas prices are not done going up. Uh, but, Jason, uh, apparently J.P. Morgan once again went to, I, I don't know who they go to. Do they go to, probably not Joe Biden, right? Uh, maybe they go to uh, Jay Powell. Uh, but once again, the clearinghouse, Russia had a bond payment due. This one, the, the payment, remember the last one was like 117 million. This payment was well over 400 million. They got another one next week that's, I think, almost 600 million. Uh, but they went to somebody in the government, Jason, after the clearinghouse, uh, said, nope, we're not allowing Russia to make the payment. J.P. Morgan went to somebody in our government, and lo and behold, uh, Russia was able to make a bond payment today. Oh, well, I guess, uh, what, <laughs> kick the can down the road to the next payment, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I mean, what, at what point do you kind of look foolish? Hey, these sections, we mean it! Oh, wait a minute, J.P. Morgan called. Well, saw, Jamie I, Diamond's on the phone. Right? Can you imagine Joe Biden, uh, President, uh, the, Mr. President, uh, Jamie Diamond's on the phone. Tell him I'm in the bathroom. I'll, I'll have to call him back later. I, I did see one guy report that the uh, Russians shut off that pipeline he'd been talking about, but I couldn't verify it with anybody else. That was yesterday. So I, I don't. I, I guess they're still pumping that oil, still, Joe. Yeah. So I have not. I, again, there there was a report. I want to say on Saturday uh, that the gas flows uh, went into reverse. Uh, I was not able to confirm that either. So right now, right now, I still think, I think, and I get, I don't know, uh, but based on how the markets are reacting, I think the oil, or the gas, I'm sorry, the natural gas is still flowing uh, but it's going to be very interesting. So this weekend, of course, all of a sudden, uh, we, we've got the quote-unquote massacre uh, that happened in, in one of these towns that Russia pulled out of in Ukraine. 
I, I don't know if this is a false flag event. You know, remember the chemical attack in Syria? Uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. I don't know. But very interesting how all of a sudden now uh, they're saying, we've got to respond. we got to get even bigger sanctions. Uh, and, and why do I think the two are tied together that uh, Russia's going to cut the gas off here any day now? So they needed this other event to justify uh, that, hey, we're, we're, you're not cutting us off. We're cutting you off type of a thing. Yeah, I think you're, Joe. They they want this war. The the Western powers, you know, the guys that make the decision, not the people of, the, of these. You know, the funny thing, the, the citizens of these countries never want any of this stuff. You know, they, they, the news reports it as if the people of these countries support all this stuff, but uh, they want this war, Joe. I was looking at uh, this report with all this going on in Ukraine and 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 sanctions and shipping tanks and planes into into Ukraine and you know war, 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 right? Wouldn't you think that if Finland wanted to, wanted to vote on becoming part of NATO, wouldn't you think they'd just put that off for a while? Wouldn't you think that, that this is not really the time to vote Finland into NATO? Let's just let's just hold off on that for a while. Wouldn't that be the, the, the logical thing to do? But instead, they're really pushing to a vote whether Finland should join NATO and force Russia to react to that. <laughs> I mean, come on. How, how ridiculous. As, what, what leader of a country would want to do such a thing in the middle of war, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, we're going to put that off for a little bit. Hey, Finland, no offense. Uh, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Right, uh, they could have voted on this last year, and they could be voting on it next year. No, they want to vote on it in the middle of chaos. That's that, you know That, that just shows you that this thing is, is – I'm telling you, Joe, it's rigged. They, they, they want war so bad. Uh, Joe Biden, remember that package that, that he signed, that first stimulus that, that when he first became president? I, I, I found out that uh, – Oh, and I got to look it up here. But so so many uh, millions of dollars was put into uh, shutting off farmlands and stop producing. They were paying farmers to not produce food last year. Yeah, there was a big article out. Uh, you know, we do a lot of people are surprised how much farming gets done here in Arizona. Uh, but between Phoenix and Casa Grande, really between Phoenix and Tucson, Casa Grande kind of sits in the middle. There's tons of farming going out. Huge stories over the weekend. Uh, just the canals are empty. Uh, the fields are all burnt up. Uh, all the water's being shut off because, uh, the Lake Powell emergency. Uh, and, and again, uh, you know, talking about rising food prices, wait till I tell you what's happened in German supermarkets today and why that's an omen for what's coming here to the United States. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. French energy prices uh, hitting a new all-time record high. Uh, spike to their power prices three thousand euros. I don't. They don't tell me what it means, but they just say they got this chart here that goes all the way back uh, to two thousand and eight. Uh, this is the highest price ever. Uh, that the French are paying for power, uh, not to be outdone. Germany, uh, of course, you know, Germany, the Weimar Republic, and, and, you know, we talked a lot about, uh, how the sanctions really after Germany, after World War II, World War One, 
really led to World War II. It's kind of funny. Uh, now we're talking about this thing could lead to World War III. Uh, but, uh, hyperinflation, Germany recording the highest inflation in over a generation. Uh, Reuters is reporting that everyday goods and grocery products at German retail, uh, establishments, these are German supermarkets, are going to explode between 20 and 50 percent. Uh, they're saying that after a wave of price hikes of about 5% across pretty much the entire supply chain, uh, starting today, the second wave will start, uh, will certainly be in double digits. Uh, Aldi's, uh, one of their big, uh, grocery market chains, uh, said that, uh, prices will be anywhere from 20 to 50% in the coming weeks. Uh, meat, sausage, butter are going to be coming uh, specifically, uh, going to be significantly more expensive. Uh, all these last week raised prices on 160 items, then added another 20 more to that, and now says, hey, guess what? Uh, we're going to be raising prices on pretty much everything uh, and Jason, they're saying that some of the everyday items could jump as much as 50%. Yeah, Joe, that's going to continue to happen, I think, through the rest of this year. And, and uh, I was looking at the inflative cycle, the 70s here in, in the United States. It's going to be different this time, but really really took off in 1973, peaked, came down, back down to 5% inflation, then peaked back up to 15 we could easily, over an eight-year period, have the same thing happen. We I mean, maybe maybe condensed over four to five years. You you, you heard, you know, the uh, the bird flu. Oh, the bird flu! They're killing millions of chickens and fowl right now because well, they get they're sick, right? Well, they're they're killing them, Joe, because they uh, they, they they took a PCR test and they they tested yeah, positive, well, and then so that well, we got to kill them guess, all. Yeah, that's right. Guess what? Just since February, you brought it up, so why not? Uh, egg prices up 52% here in the U.S. just since February. Uh, hotel prices also all-time record high uh, for lodging. They say that the average daily hotel rate hit $149.38 last week. Listen, I don't know where you're staying for that. At least, well, you can stay for that price here in Phoenix, and there's places you can stay for cheaper. I wouldn't want to stay there, but you can. Uh, but in the, uh, you go to the high rent districts, there's rents here, Jason, that are 1500 2000 a night. Uh, a lot of the places in Scottsdale, four or $500 a night. Everything's just insane. Yeah, those, those, uh, Motel 8s, those cheap, you know, if you're traveling around the country, uh, you used to buy, I don't get a room for 25 bucks or 75 bucks or whatever. That's all gone. You, it's like 200 bucks a night for like low end, uh, uh, hotels. Down the highway, it's it's crazy, you know. And Joe, the food. I mean, the, I'm going to tell you now. The reason that they're warning about food shortages is because they have created this thing. This is this is a a, a planned event. Uh, I'm going to go back to last year. It's called the Conser- Conservation Reserve Program. Uh, th- this is to uh, pay farmers to stop you know, using farmland uh, and to make sure that the, that environmentally sensitive land is not being used for farms. 
and he put up, I think, put two point four billion dollars into it last year when he when they passed that first stimulus uh, when Biden came in, and they're increasing more money and, and having more lands not farmed this year. You know what's so funny is the article uh, that was in the Arizona Republic over the weekend. A lot of the farmers in Pinal County there uh, near Casa Grande have sold. They just had to sell. Yep, and sold it to sol- uh, solar plants. Right, they're gonna, you know, hey, we're gonna take food. This is where we grew food, and we're gonna replace it with solar panels. Now that sounds wonderful. Here's one problem with that: you can't eat solar panels, Jason. It sounds like it's environmentally sensitive land, I guess. <laughs> so, so don't farm there, Joe. Well, but you know, up. one of the advantages. Now, what I always said: well, why are they buying? Why are they using farmland for that? We got all kinds of land. Right? I mean, if you ever been to Arizona, I mean, there's desert everywhere. Why would you take farmland when, hey, just go two more miles and there's a hundred miles of empty desert? Well, the answer is simple. The farmland's already been leveled, right? It's already been set up it, it, it's 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 perfectly flat it's easy all you got to go in is is uh run uh run a scraper right flatten it it's already flat but get rid of the grooves where the crops were real simple boom 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 and you can put up uh your solar panels they don't have to move any cactus right they don't have to worry about any boulder formations right it's all cleared out ready to go joe we're we're a country that's uh energy dependent even though we don't have to be and the other thing that America is now, we're, we're, we're still a huge exporter of food. It almost seems like that they need to, to, to really push America away from being the world reserve currency and, and push this new economic reset. You can't have it if the country is not food dependent. It's almost like they're, they're, you know, the plan is, is to make America energy and food dependent so that they can move this new economic system into place, Joe. Uh, this this just breaking. Uh, Dmitry Medvedev, uh, he is uh, uh, Russia's... Former president, so I guess this is uh, pre-Putin, is now the deputy secretary of the country's security council. Uh, He said that Russia now says that they will only supply friendly nations with its agricultural products. Uh, We will supply food and crops only to our friends. Fortunately, we have a lot of them, and they are not all in Europe and not in North America. We will sell our crops for rubles and for their national currency in agreed proportion. So uh, there was a map put out today of the non-friendly nations. Uh, It was the United States and Canada. That was it. In North and South America, there's only two countries on it. Us in Canada. Then you have pretty much all of Europe. And then there's Australia and Japan. That That's pretty much the list. Everybody else is like, hey, Russia's like, hey, we're good from them. And they're saying that, uh, that, that uh, Russia is now going to, so now uh, we heard about natural gas. As of right now, we think the gas is still flowing. Uh, now Russia says it is going to halt all exports. Uh, by the way, they are, uh, here's where they're big at. Wheat we know about. But 
sunflower oil, barley. Uh, the, the, by the way, the, uh, the wheat alone, over $10 billion uh, in wheat exports alone that come out of Russia. So again, Jason, you know, you think about in Germany today, supermarkets raising prices 20 to 50%. At the same time, Russia's coming out and saying, hey, you know what? Unfriendly countries, you're not getting any agriculture products either. And, and think about this, Joe, how ridiculous this sounds. Uh, we sell gold. Why would we uh, just suddenly say, well, women have been acting poorly, so we're just going to stop selling to women as of today? It wouldn't do us any good to just have less customers for what we sell. It makes no sense. Russia shouldn't be cutting down their customers. We shouldn't be, you know, America shouldn't be cutting down who we export to either. It's, it, ma- it makes no sense at all, and they're all, well, because there's a war. Well, that, why would Russia even do this? Economically, what, how would it benefit them unless there's something more at stake here? It makes no sense, Joe, to, to break down all these supply chains and cut down who you can actually buy your products. Uh, when you break down supply uh, lines, yeah, you're going to have shortages on shelves, the prices, and then the inflation is going to get worse. It's Man, this is why you buy gold and silver, because the, the powers that be are forcing this emergency upon us, Joe. Yeah, and it's really interesting because of how little, really, in my opinion, how little debt... Russia owes as far as, you know, whether it's in dollars or euros. I mean, think about it. In the last six to eight weeks, they've only had two bond payments. That's it. Now, granted, they got another one next week. But as of right now, Russia's making those payments. Yep. And by all accounts, they can make the payment again next week. It's just a matter of whether or not Jamie Dimon's going to call Joe Biden or not. I, I don't know. Uh, but, but it just tells you that, you know, Russia's been working at this for a long time to get out of, uh, of the American controlled financial system. And now all of a sudden, Jason, they're coming around. And, and, and again, will we, are we any different? Mm-mm. Right? Don't we do the same thing to the nations we don't think are friendly? That's correct. Joe, Russia is, is doing the exact same uh, moves as Libya did in 2012. And Libya is not the military might that Russia is. And uh, look, look, look what America did to that, that situation. Obama and Hillary Clinton just went down there and our so-called armed some so-called rebels against Muammar Gaddafi and took him out. And if, if Russia is trying to economically position themselves in a strong strong place in the world and, you know, ally themselves with China and India, they're probably going to win, Joe, because, you're, you know, they've been selling off American debt for, for years. I think at one time they had almost no U.S. Treasuries a, a couple of times, Joe. So they, they, yeah, they were positioning themselves to have a commodity-based economy, which a commodity-based economy is different than a fiat currency com- uh, economy, Joe. Well, how about this? Uh, China just bought a record amount of U.S. corn. Uh, the deal comes as shipments from Ukraine. Uh, the, <laughs> you know, you find these little things out. Ukraine, the fourth wow. biggest exporter of corn in the world. Uh, China, a big buyer of Ukrainian corn, says, hey, guess what? The planting season's disrupted. We're not going to have enough supply from them. And they just ordered 
a record amount of U.S. corn. The deal, 676,000 tons. Wow. 676,000 tons of corn to be delivered uh, on August 31st and another 408,000 tons to be delivered uh, at the end of the year. It is the uh, over 1,084,000 metric tons of corn, the biggest purchase ever uh, by the Chinese. And, of course, that just tells you what, Prices are going to get a lot more expensive here as well uh, because there's, again, there's only X amount of it out there. And, and of course, U.S. farmers right now, what are we doing? We're shutting farmers them down. Are dumb. They're like, corn takes way more fertilizer than soybeans. Let's plant less. I mean, this well, is going to happen. They're being paid not to do farming, too. Starting last year before all this food stuff happened, they, they, hey, Biden's going to pay you farmers to just sit down and do nothing. And then we're going to export record amounts to China. That doesn't sound good, Joe, does it? Yeah, I mean, this is just uh, this is just turning into a huge nightmare. And again, don't be surprised. Like I said, what do you think? Germany's raising prices twenty to fifty percent, uh, and we're not going to face the same fate here. Of course, we are. Uh, everybody gets the same stuff from the same people, right? You know, that's just how the world works. This new, you know, this global order. Uh, we no longer can be self-sufficient. Patriot Radio News Hour. Be self-sufficient financially by making sure you got enough gold and silver put away. 800-951-0592. U.S. $10 liberties today. Uh, they're normally $1,155. $1,140 today at 800 951 Zero five nine two Senate Republicans and apparently Joe Manchin uh, are now uh, begging the SEC to reconsider uh, its plan to disclose information about greenhouse gas. Of course, remember we've been telling everybody about it. it's already done, right? Where were they? And again, we're seeing people don't realize the SEC isn't controlled by Congress. They, they they make rules to whatever they see fit on. And, of course, uh, really, ultimately, at the end of the day, believe me, almost everything they do works against the average investor out there and is in favor of these big uh, financial companies and these big multinational conglomerate corporations. Uh, these rules are expected to go in, uh, in, in December. Uh, you know, they got real aggressive. They, they, they got, uh, they got upset and, and wrote a letter to the chair of the, uh, SEC, uh, who by the way is, uh, you know, again, a little late, don't you think, Jason? I mean, where was this letter before? Where was the outrage before? And again, I don't even know if anyone's even really talking about it outside of me and you. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing about the, the the mass media, they uh, they have to follow one script, Joe. They uh, they want you to move in one specific direction. They want you to be uh, fearful about one thing, but uh, ignore something else. So yeah, you're right, Joe. It's, people should really try to get out there and actually, I guess, research what really is going on. I mean, that's why if you're listening to this and you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, you better wake up 
Uh, this is a rule that the SEC voted three to one. You know, it's kind of funny. That's it. Just four people decide. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, it's already agreed on. Uh, they're getting ready to. They're still in the comment section of this. I want to say that ends in May. And then, based on what they heard from these big multinational corporations, uh, they're going to give the final rule. But essentially, what it is, really simply put, is every publicly traded company not only has to uh, say, this is how much greenhouse gas we admit, here's our plan to reduce it. Oh, by the way, also, here's the non-publicly traded companies we deal with and how much greenhouse gas they uh, emit in, in whatever they do for us, whether hey, it may be a trucking company, right, that just simply uh, takes the uh, product from the factory uh, to a ship and then from a ship to warehouse, who knows, all of these things. And, and this is a absolute, absolute small business killer. Because all is it simply going to do is because here's what they want these companies. Show us how you're going to get rid of that. And the answer is going to be simple. Well, um, hey, trucking company, I know that uh, we've used you for years, but uh, how many electric trucks do you buy? What? Do you know how much those things cost? Yeah, well, I don't know. Mate. We're hoping to maybe buy one here, you know, in the next five or ten years. Uh, how many self-driving trucks do you have? Okay, well, you know what? You know, the, these rules, got to feel bad, but I, we can't use you anymore. If you can't come out and and shell out a billion, five million, ten million dollars, uh, if you can't go buy a carbon credit, uh, then, then you just... You no longer uh, can can work at our factories any longer. You can no longer provide the maintenance for this. You can no longer be a trucking company for it. You can no longer be one of our suppliers, Jason. Yeah, you kind of made me think of something interesting about those ESG scores, Joe, which is, uh, man, if you can uh, get yourself a driverless truck and get rid of that carbon-based life form that drives it around, uh, your score is going to go up. They can reward all automation. Oh, yeah. Man. Listen, and that's going to be the big thing. Oh, yeah, well, we're, we're making a change because uh, this, this uh, and of course, you, this big company, they've got robots. You don't. Uh, this big company, he bought a carbon credit. You can't, right? It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. And Bezos, uh, and remember Bezos, Joe? A lot. Now, remember Bezos buying all the robots and shutting down other companies' ability to have their robots on their warehouses because he just bought the company that makes the robots? <laughs> it's Talk about going straight up to the biggest companies. Yeah, they they, uh, they were doing robots in their warehouses, Joe. And then there's like, well, why, do, why don't we just buy the company that does it? And then uh, they, I think it was Walgreens and Gap and a few other big warehouse companies, they uh, suddenly couldn't buy robots to, uh, for their warehouses, Joe. It's, it's just dangerous territory. How about this U.S. factory orders? Uh, which has been on fire. Uh, their first drop uh, in the last nine months, and it was a pretty big one, down six-tenths of a percent month on month. Uh, they, they said that uh, they were still expecting uh, a, a, for, for factory orders to rise, so this caught them off guard uh, in, in February. 
Uh, now they say that the, 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 uh, drop is one of the largest going all the way back to the start of COVID, April of 2020. Uh, and again, I, it's, the, it's the first one. Defense orders, by the way, this doesn't surprise anyone. Defense orders were up 14%. Uh, so, uh, if you actually took out non, if you took defense out, the drop was actually almost a 7% drop. Uh, but I guess we should be fortunate that war's here because uh, otherwise the number would have been even worse, Jason. That's correct, Joe. That's correct. And who knows where it's going to go. Like I said, if, you know, Finland and Sweden suddenly want to join NATO this year. No, not last year, this year. And, and then, of course, uh, I see the reports of whistleblowers in China saying that there's a planned invasion of Taiwan this fall, which would be October. Uh, this thing, Joe, could get so bad so quickly. And... Would you have been nice? You would have been nice to buy a little gold before the uh, the Ukraine invasion, Joe. Wouldn't that have been a better time to buy it? And if things are going to escalate, it's got to be buying this stuff. It doesn't matter what you're buying; you got to buy it. You know, and, early. and again, I, I'm one of those guys. Oh, that's not going to happen. They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna come to their senses, right? They never did. You, you know, and it seems like common sense has just gone out the window. It really does. This administration, think about this. We're releasing a million barrels a day out of our strategic oil reserve. And yet, not doing anything to increase oil production. Matter of fact, they're doing the opposite. Opposite. Did you hear now where they're saying, hey, if you don't start drilling on these leases uh, that you're paying for, uh, we're going to, you either need to give them back or we're going to start charging you. And of course, we all know how it works. If it's a viable lease, right, they've got to go through probably five years of EPA and everything else before they can even drill. It's absolute nonsense. This administration has no clue what they're doing. False Take scarcity, the radio Joe. News hour. False scarcity. That's what it is, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, the false scarcity is creating actual scarcity. Get ready. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. ten dollar liberties at eleven hundred and forty dollars. So that's fifteen bucks off at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This pre thirty three, and of course they're liberty. So uh, eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven, the most private way to own gold. And think about man, how big is privacy going to be going forward? Uh, just just a huge thing. Uh, $1,140 at 800 951 Howard Schultz is now the new interim CEO uh, at Starbucks again. Uh, that cost of that Starbucks getting a lot more expensive, and I'm not just talking about record coffee prices at the wholesale level. Uh, Schultz announced that effective immediately. Starbucks is going to suspend its buyback. So this is a company, uh, I mean, think about it. I think they bought some some stupid amount, like $10 billion of stock back every year. Uh, and then, of course, what do they do? They just reissue it back out to these guys, right? Uh, it would be interesting to see how many shares of Starbucks Schultz has gotten uh, while they're allegedly, quote-unquote, buying them back. Uh, but he said the reason is, as more and more Starbucks vote to unionize, that effective immediately Starbucks needs to invest more in our people 
and in our store. And that is the only way to create long-term uh, stakeholder values. And Jason, why do I why do I got the funny feeling that uh, pay at Starbucks is going to become a lot more? And, you know, I saw an article today where now eighteen dollars an hour is kind of the new unofficial minimum wage in most states in America. And and based on the for Starbucks to stop buying back stock. Uh, I got a funny feeling uh, that pay isn't going to stop at 18 bucks. Yeah, I don't know, Joe. You think Starbucks would be one of those things when uh, times get tougher that uh, they're not going to do too well. I mean, why buy a coffee for that much when you can get essentially the same type of coffee somewhere else for a lot cheaper? So I, we'll have to see if Starbucks uh, weathers this storm here coming up soon, Joe, because – because I, you know, you said it best on the way out of the break. False scarcity creating uh, real scarcity. False scarcity doesn't mean there's no scarcity. It just means that it doesn't have to be scarce to begin with. And uh, with false scarcity is real scarcity, Joe. That's and that's what's happening. You, you know, a lot of people want us. Oh no, we're we're energy independent, and and, and nothing could be further from the truth. The realities are, uh, in the United States consumes 22 a little over 22 million barrels of crude oil a day okay and that could be in the form right of gasoline or diesel or or what have you but 22 million barrels over 22 million barrels a day we only produce and right now we we've ramped up believe it or not but we only produce 12 that means there's 10 million barrels a day coming from Somewhere else. Now, a lot of it's Canada, Mexico. But why is it Canada and Mexico? To Jason's point, there's no reason for it to be. It's not like, well, you know why? Well, this is all we can do. And by the way, next year, uh, we're only going to produce 11 million, then 10 because we're out, right? There's, there's no more oil. That's not the case. I mean, just think about what we could be doing right now as we sit here and we think about gas at $4.60. The Biden administration saying by 2026, cars got to average 49 miles to the gallon. I'm like, what? Now, of course, there's so many loopholes in there that a lot, you know, your, 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 uh, vehicles probably aren't going to get that, but neither here nor there. Uh, 49 miles to the gallon. Do you know that before the they got involved in this, the average gas mileage in a car was about 13 miles of the gallon? And, you know, of course, what was gas, 25 cents? Yeah, it didn't matter. Didn't matter? <laughs> didn't matter. Didn't matter. Right now, all of a sudden, they, they're, they, they, they're, they're talking about energy independence. This week, we're producing 10 million more barrels a day day and not have to get anything from anybody right re, 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 you know you think about how much other time we got to redo the whole supply chain because guess what well russia did something we don't like and now we want to kick them out and and they're talking about you know we talk about how much stuff from china could you imagine i'll just say this what would it be like if if China said, that's it for Taiwan. Taiwan's ours, and you're not going to do anything about it. What do you think the ramifications of that would be? I mean, Russia's bad enough, right, Jason? Yeah. No, I, <clears throat> I'm telling you, this, you know, the things in 2022 can get from bad, go from bad to worse. And 
when you see that uh, uh, these are planned events ahead of this war that started, that, you know, that um, America was actually paying farmers to not farm in 2021. And then in 2022, you have food shortages. But, hey, let's not talk about how Biden paid $2.4 billion to farmers to not farm. You know, it's, it's environmentally sensitive land. Let's just not farm there anymore. It's, it's you know, it's, it, those are the kinds of things. Hey, we're, we're, we're going to shut down any government lands for, for doing any, any oil production. That's, that's false scarcity. And that's, and that's, that's, a, that's a, a pre-planned event. You know, everyone knows that China wants to go into Taiwan. And for a lot of people, they knew that, uh, you know, maybe not in this country specifically, but, you know, hey, Russia wanted to go into Ukraine. You know, this, this, this NATO-sensitive situation, this is how they're going to play this. And, and you know, what, what, if, what if Russia starts putting a bunch of troops on the, uh, the border with Finland? It's just think of how crazy people are start acting then, Joe. Yeah, it just is. It, it, everyone's, again, I go back to uh, all of these policies that have been, have been put into place, uh, just really making the situation so much worse than it ever needed to be. Uh, and, and yet, oh, you know what? The only ones that really pay the price are you and I. We're the ones that, at the end of the day, are going to be paying two and three and four and five times as much as we paid uh, just a few years ago. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 So think about, like, the stock market rally and all the so-called great returns, which I think is where that phase is probably over with. Not, not to say we couldn't hit another all-time high before it's all said and done. It just looks less likely. And, and and like I said, I think it's going to be decades before we see it again. You know, they, they the census, was it the Census Bureau? I want to make sure I give the, I want to give credit to the right people. Uh, yeah, the Federal Reserve, with help from the Census Bureau, said, here's how it's played out since March of 2020. The top 1%, so the the wealthiest people in America, well, they, they just crushed it. Their, their, their wealth skyrocketed from, they said the top 1% had on average, like to be a 1%er uh, before 2020, you had to have like 24 million bucks. I guess assets, right? That that got you into the one percent club. Today, you need thirty six million. So that's like that's twelve million more. Fifty percent. Twenty four million. That's fifty percent. Fifty percent. How about the next nine percent? So that's the the two to ten percent. Well, to be a a 10%er, if you will. You had to have a little over about four and a half million. Today, you've got to have about five and a half million. So that's about what? 25%? Maybe, you know, right? Yep. yep. How about the next 40%? Which, 
I think a lot of people listening would like to believe we're in that, hey, that's me, right? I'm the next 40%. The graph is so, put it this way. If there's an increase, it's so significantly insignificant, I can't even tell you what the number is. I know it's below a million dollars to be at the bottom end of the of the forty million. I I I don't know. Is it a hundred grand? I can't tell because they the the just so you know the reason I can't tell is because the chart starts at two million and it's below. It's well below the two million, but I, I it's you know if I was to guess, I, I'm thinking. Maybe, maybe a couple hundred thousand, something like that, to get to the bottom of the forty percent. So that 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 puts you. That's essentially uh, the first fifty percent of the country. The other fifty percent, there, there's the charts at pretty much zero, and it's still at zero, Jason. So at the bottom of that forty percent, you're basically if you're a homeowner with equity in your house, you're on the bottom of the end of that thing. Yeah, that, I would venture to say that's probably how the next 40% got some money was they owned a home of some sort. That That's probably a good way of looking at it. Yep. U.S. $10 Liberties, $1,140 at 800 951